Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm here with Brad Stank to talk about his journey so far and his new single, Natty Wine. Hi Brad, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Yeah, thank you. I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Where um, are you joining us from today? Um, I'm joining from Peckham. Uh, I just moved in um, to a new flat here on Wednesday. So currently still got lots of unboxing to do and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah. Cool, cool. Just, just in South London, yeah. Nice. Mm. And what have you been up to the last few months? Um, I've been, um, I've been releasing some music. Um, I've been getting ready to move. I moved from Liverpool recently, so I've been sort of saying goodbye to everybody there and sort of just kind of sorting my life out a little bit, really. Mm. Um, played Green Man Festival in August, which was fun. Nice. Um, that was really cool. And yeah, so I just live in life, I guess. Love that. <laughs> um, so mm. I know this like kind of feels like a lifetime ago, but I always find it interesting to ask. But how did the pandemic affect you as an artist? Yeah, I mean it. It definitely affected us a lot, I guess, and I guess a lot of people would say the same. <laughs> um, I released an album sort of in the June of 2020. Okay. Kinky on, which um, obviously the build-up to that was all sort of, you know, we had loads of plans to go on, on tour, and um, which obviously never happened. Um, and yeah, it kind of like I guess it like for a lot of people, I guess it probably like killed some momentum. I guess. Yeah. Because um, releasing an album in a pandemic, it's like, it, no, like you can't expect people to care as much, you know, because it's like everyone's uh, everyone's going through the same uh, sort of thing. So, yeah, it was strange. It was strange. It felt like a long time to get back into playing shows and yeah, um, have that same sort of motivation for um, creating stuff, I guess. It was a very weird time. Yeah, I have heard a lot of artists said that... Um you know, it was a time for them to write and like, even though it was, you know, awful what we were going through that, but they were grateful for that time to, you know, kind of be able mm. to like sit and, you know, write new music. Did you, did you find that at all? Totally. Yeah, I did. I did. I found it hard at first, but mm. I think after a while, um, with sort of obviously having nothing else to do, you kind of have to just sit down and see what you can write, I guess. Yeah. Um, I ended up making, released it last year, but I was holding on to it for a little bit, but I had like a little five track, like folky EP thing, mm. um, which I wrote. I think that was like a nice way to, it was almost like a little form of escapism to just sort of write something that isn't, wasn't what I would usually write, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I had a little go at like country folk sort of style tunes, which was fun. Um, and yeah, I did, I did use it for writing a lot in the end. Um, but yeah, I would say the beginning was a bit of, it was kind of felt like, because uh, like, no one knew how long we were going to be in that situation. So, so true. I suppose if you're not like, in, in a good mindset already, then I suppose it's harder to write. Yeah. 
yeah, it was just strange. It was kind of questioning. I, with music, obviously, it sort of relies on being able to tour and like, definitely, um, you know, all that kind of thing. It kind of it requires like a real world sort of thing, I guess. So it kind of like, you know, questioning if it was like sustainable and blah 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 and all that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, had had good fun writing as well, I guess. Um, but yeah, it took a little while to get back into like the idea of it, I guess, you know. Yeah, definitely. And then how how was that coming back into it, you know, and being able to perform again? What what, what was that like for you? Mm. It was amazing, yeah. Mm. Um, I can't remember which what our first show was after the pandemic, actually, but um yeah, I mean for me and like for me playing live is my favourite part of doing music, so um it's always nice to you know after a long time off doing it it was it was really nice to get back into it and get a few shows um like we went on tour only a little tour but we did a little tour last year for the first time since pandemic so that was nice to get like a nice um sort of run of shows together as well you know rather than just playing like here and there um so yeah it's great it's my yeah like i said it's my favorite part about it so yeah it's, uh, it's nice to be back doing it yeah for sure getting back into the swing of things <laughs> mm. Wicked. exactly yeah okay cool so i want to like take it back what were you doing mm-hmm. before music if you were doing anything before music and what was what was it that kind of made you realize that yeah this is like the career i'm definitely going to take um yeah i mean to be honest it kind of was always the thing that I wanted to do mm. um, from when I was maybe like 12, 13, you know, you have these big dreams. Mm. Um, my favourite, I was, I loved like Nirvana and yep. Pixies and thought I was going to be this like big grunge star or something, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really ever want to do anything else. I kind of always played in a few bands and stuff um and i went <clears throat> i went to college and uni to do music and stuff so there was never really anything else that i else. really <clears throat> considered doing i guess um not that i sort of ever expected to be um sort of going on tour as a solo project but i played in like i played the drums in a couple of bands back in the day and um always was writing different stuff and yeah, just sort of playing music. I never really cared too much about um, being having any sort of success with it. I kind of just wanted to play with people, and um, yeah. So yeah, so I wasn't really doing anything before, to be honest. But I guess say like 2018 when I put out the first little album, Eternal Slowdown, was when I. And people were sort of into it and stuff. That's when I kind of thought that I could maybe try and do it sort of um, full time or you know more professionally, I guess or whatever. So yeah, yeah, cool. So what is your what is your situation now? Are you are you signed to a label? Are you independent? Yeah, signed to a label called Sunday Best. Um, mm-hmm. Just signed a deal with them earlier this year, actually. Um, so I've been with a couple of labels already before. Um, I was with 
a label called High Stocket in Manchester mm-hmm. um, from like 2019 till sort of last year. Um, who they they're sort of friends of ours or like friends of like the north um, northwest like music scene. I guess they had they were were releasing my friend's hers and. They released my friend Liam's stuff called Two Blinks, I Love You. And so that was like, especially during the pandemic, that was really nice to have people that were sort of already close. Yeah. Or like people that we already knew sort of putting the music out and and stuff like that. So, but yeah, now I'm with uh, Sunday Best. um, And they've been great so far. So it's exciting. Wicked. What would you, what would you say are like the pros and cons of being signed to a label? Um, I mean, the pros, the pros are that obviously you've got someone there sort of encouraging you and backing you financially, you know, mm-hmm. um, and sort of, it's nice to have a group of people that are there for that, that side of it, that maybe, you know, it's nice for the artist to just be able to focus on making, um, making the music or whatever, you know, and being creative and having like a little team of people who are looking after all the sort of businessy side of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's great. And then I don't know, I don't know if there's, there is really any cons apart from you have to sort of, sometimes you have to battle with them, not in a bad way, but sort of negotiate like what songs come out or, mm. you know, artwork or, how you want to do merch or blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, I don't know if that's really a con because they're yeah. obviously just looking out for, they want to help me really in the best way. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then sometimes you have to be stubborn as the artist as well. And like, I don't know. Put your ideas uh, forward as well. Yeah. And sort of you have to fight for ideas sometimes. Um, not, re- not really fight either, you know, but have that sort of conversation where you have to get your, sort of creative idea across to them as well yeah yeah um but apart from that i wouldn't say there's any cons really if you, if you get along with them and stuff and um i mean they're not like a huge sunday best on like a huge like major label or anything so it's quite you know it's quite personable and like mm. um quite intimate setting i guess so it's it's, it's good to have that, that little team there yeah good happy days <laughs> yeah very happy days yeah yeah Okay, cool. So uh, earlier you mentioned that you played the drums. What, yeah. What other min- instruments? <laughs> what other <laughs> instruments uh, do you play? And like, what's your like go-to instrument to write a song on? Uh, it's definitely guitar. Mm. Um, so I've always kind of played the guitar. I did stop playing drums first. That was kind of my first foray into being a musician, I guess. Um, Although I don't play too much anymore. I play, I try and play all the drums on like when I'm recording and stuff. Mm. Um, but I've not really played drums in a band for a while. Um, I mean, that's kind of it. I can like, I like to play the bass on my recordings as well. Nice. Although I wouldn't say I'm like a great bassist. Um, and I can play a little bit of keys, but also again, like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a keys player or, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's mainly always just been guitar and drums, but um, yeah, guitar always for sort of writing on. But then I, it's nice to sort of, um, especially with like at the computer, sort of 
I do like to start writing a song sometimes by like programming a drum beat as well. Yeah. Um, and sort of building off that. Um, so yeah, those two, I would say. Wicked. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what would you say so far is not not even necessarily your biggest performance, but a performance that you've done and it's really, really stuck with you, you know, like when you realised, oh, mm. whoa, this is mad. Yeah, there's been a couple, to be fair. I mean, the London shows are always really good. Yeah. Um, so there was one we did a couple of years ago in Stratton with these guys called the Close Encounter Club. Um, that was really, really good fun. And, you know, had people sort of singing the words back. Yeah. And stuff. Um, and then again in London last November, we played at the Moth Club, which was really cool. Um, and we, on that tour, we also played in Bristol. Um, and the crowd in Bristol were like crazy. It was like, <laughs> it was like hyped. Even oh, the tunes are quite chill, you know, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, got a lot of love in Bristol, it. which was fun. Um, yeah, probably loving it. Yeah, everyone sort of moving and singing and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that, that tour in general was really fun. We played in Paris as well, which was nice. Played at Supersonic in Paris, which was really busy. Um, and we played in Manchester and Edinburgh as well. And all the shows were great. So, yeah, I think any show where you have, like, even if there's, like, one person singing the lyrics back or something, you know, it's kind of... It's kind of bizarre in a way. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's very like affirming, you know, like it's sort of, a lot of people actually into this or whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's like ones, they're, they're all good. All the shows are good when people come out and they're in a good, you know, in a good mood for it and stuff and ready to sort of have a good night with us, then it's always pretty amazing. Yeah. Can't go wrong then, can it? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fans are always really nice. Oh. Um, so, yeah, can't really complain at any of the shows, to be honest. Yeah, they're always good. Wicked. What would you say is your favourite song to perform live? Ooh. Um, have a couple. Um, we have a song, like, it's one of the oldest songs, but it's called OTD. Um, and it's kind of really slow and quite simple, but it, and it's kind of quiet as well. But it, that one's always kind of fun to perform because it kind of <clears throat> it just feels good for some reason, and it's always a nice little test of the crowd to see like how much they're actually listening. You know, it's like uh, yeah. it's the one where you can, if people are chatting or whatever, you can really hear. Um, but I always like playing that one because it's it's kind of intimate sounding and. Um, you know, if people are attentive and stuff in it, it's a, not always a nice little moment in the set. Um, and we have another old song called Take Me to the Crib, which is always really fun to play. Nice. Um, and there's a song of Kinky Om called She Was a Tease that um, I used, the guy who played bass was also my friend Joel. He, he played trumpet as well, so he would do a little trumpet solo. Nice. in that one which is always a big moment in the set yeah you always used to get like real 
the biggest applause, you know, after his trumpet solo and stuff. Yeah, I love that. Um, so yeah, that one was always really fun. But he's left now, so I have to try and find someone to replace the <laughs> the trumpet solo, which is a bit of a nightmare. But um, but yeah, it'll work out. Hopefully, hopefully. Oh, it will. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Um. What other artists do you draw inspiration from? Um, there's a lot, really. I love, um, my go-to when I get asked this question is always Conan Moccasin, mm-hmm. um, guy from New Zealand who's just, like, a big weirdo. <laughs> um, but especially in terms of, like, guitar sounds and sort of vibe, I guess, it, it's him a lot. Um, and there's a guy from Sheffield, my hometown, called Richard Hawley, who... I love, he's like sort of very sort of romantic sounding old 50s style sort of guy, Mm. um, which I really love. And then a lot of like old, a lot of old soul stuff, really, like a lot of Marvin Gaye, like Marvin Gaye 70s stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, and Curtis Mayfield and Barry White. And um, I mean, I love Nina Simone. I don't know how much she like influences the sound necessarily, but... Mm. Um, yeah, all that sort of old soul stuff has always been a big thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I tried to take, tried to take inspiration from everywhere, really. Um, a lot of like, I love like D'Angelo and stuff like that, not early noughties sort of mm. R&B stuff, like neo soul sort of vibe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I try and take inspiration from, from as many places as possible, really. Yeah, of yeah. everything, I love that. Yeah, exactly. No metal, though. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not really into that stuff. But I mean, some like some sort of like I said earlier, like we used to love Nirvana and stuff like that. And I think yeah. stuff kind of like and the pixie stuff is it can be when I go back to it now, I realize that it's probably in my music more than I realize. You know? Yeah, if you grew um, up with it, you didn't didn't even realize. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of cool to realise. Um, bands like the Smashing Pumpkins and mm. Dinosaur Junior and yeah, that sort of nineties stuff that I used to love as a kid. I think probably sort of worms its way into the, the sound a little bit more than um, I kind of realise when I'm making it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll go for them. Lots of stuff to choose from there. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, so. Yeah, so where do you get your inspiration from to actually write a song? Um, I'd say it's a lot of lot of kind of like real world stuff, I guess, or like just um, I try to sort of make music that's sort of honest in a way, you know. Yeah. Um, your lyrics are very so like, very good. Oh, thanks. Nice you one. know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could agree, really. Some of them I like, but, yeah. <laughs> and a, a lot of it sort of comes from, like, I always enjoy taking lines from, like, poems or books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of trying to, if something will stick out to me and I'll be like, oh, I could make that a song title and, like, I know what I would want to say around it sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so stuff like that um, is always good inspiration. Um, 
but yeah, I try some of my some of my friends who make music have got really great like imaginations and they can make songs out of like super random things. Yeah. Um, and I've ne- I've never been really good at that. You know, I'm kind of I have to really sort of feel something that's happened or you know that I've experienced. Yeah, no, to sort of that. write about it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Valid. What's yeah, your, what's it's, your... it's a bit. It's annoying. I wish I could write more um sort of imaginary things but i just can't so i kind of have had to like accept that a little bit you know yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. either way you make you make pretty good songs so it's working out for mm. you <laughs> yeah i mean you can only you could you have to be authentic right so there's no point like i think people would be able to tell if i was really trying too hard to write about something that i didn't definitely really feel or something, you know i think pe- people can hear that so yeah, that's yeah. so that's spot on that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's your what's your creative process like to writing a song? Yeah, I mean it's normally just sitting down with the guitar for um an extended period of time, I guess. Um I mean the the songs always sort of start differently. They come like I said before, if I'm like if I'm playing with like a drum beat that I like or um, like a chord sequence that I like, or it could come from like a line in a book or a poem or whatever, um, or even just something somebody says, and then you sort of sit down. I don't know. There's, there's many ways that you can like catch catch a little fire for a song, you know, and like makes you want to sit down at the computer and make a demo. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's loads of different ways, but it's, it's normally, I mean, I always just sit down at my computer and record until I get something that's good, basically, yeah. So Yeah. Fair um, so there's not much more to it. <laughs> yeah, you kinda of have to just sit and <laughs> sit and ask about basically for a few hours and sleep by the end of it there's something there. Yeah, no I um, get that. Mm. What um what genre of music would you describe yourself? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of struggle with this question a bit, mm. but <laughs> I guess it's for other people to decide in a way. But um, yeah. I guess it's sort of, it's like jazzy indie maybe, and like a little little R and B in there. Yeah. Um, little. I, I don't know. Someone describes it once as like dream funk or something, which I liked. Yeah, I like that. Um, this is cool. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I never really know what to say to that question. <laughs> just kind of just, I never like, you never sit down and think, right, I'm going to make a jazz song or an indie song or a pop song or whatever, you know, it kind of just whatever comes out happens. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'd rather let other people decide, I guess. Yeah, fair play. That's, that's good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It also, I feel like it doesn't matter too much these days. What, it doesn't, no what genre you're like labeling yourself with a little bit you know i think yeah. these days people have got access to so much music that you can kind of just it doesn't matter what genre it is people just like it or they don't sort of thing so. yeah is genre even um, a thing anymore <laughs> I, yeah i don't think it is very, that much it's it's good to be able to sort of describe a band you know like oh check out this band it's kind of like this or whatever mm. but i think Back in the day, it was like, you know, mods and rockers and stuff. Yeah. And it was almost like, it was like an identity thing as much as it was like describing the music, I guess. 
Yeah. Whereas I feel like now that's not as important anymore or whatever. But, yeah, just, yeah, just so, put out what you want to put out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So what would you what would you say is your proudest moment so far as a musician? Um, I would say it would probably have to be going and playing at South by Southwest this year in Austin. Um, mainly because I've been like terrified of flying um, my whole life and I've flown a few times but the idea of doing like a nine hour flight to Mm. Texas was like actually terrifying Um, so that was a really proud moment when I actually got there and we were playing shows in the States in, in Austin, Texas for the first time that was a very like that was a good moment for me personally, you know. Um, and just, I guess, to be in a different country where people know your music and stuff is kind of wild. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that, I think, yeah. yeah. Go for that. Cool. Yeah. Um, and what would you say is the most challenging moment so far as a musician? <laughs> Probably the same. I... Trying to get on that plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I was it was all right actually. I kinda I had a Valium before I went on and it was okay. But um yeah, probably the COVID stuff was that was really challenging. Mm. Um just to sort of Yeah, everything was so up in the air, right? It's like you don't know what's gonna happen afterwards and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess sort of lucky enough that people were still interested and bothered about it after that enough to Mm. Yeah, it's good to go out and play some shows and stuff. So. Well, that, that yeah, COVID been, is pretty... I was going to say, that must have been another Sorry. moment, even after COVID, and then realising people are <coughs> still interested and you can just get back into it. Was probably yeah, like, that's like, a, like, wow, okay, people are still another, into me. Yeah, that's another proud moment, I guess, yeah. you could say, you know, is uh, being able to still um, go out. Because I, I think it was like two years when no one really played any shows yeah um and that's like really hard you know because as much as people can be interested in like online and stuff it's it's all about yeah. creating those like in-person moments and stuff you know so um yeah. so yeah i'd say texas and covid were like the proudest and the challenging ones i guess yeah, yeah. what we've learned just there is every cloud has a silver lining <laughs> exactly yeah that's a nice way to put it yeah okay cool exactly. let's talk about your new single natty wine yeah yeah natty wine wicked name by the way what is the what's the <laughs> what's the meaning behind the name um i was just i got like i got some natty wine which is natural wine if people don't know because my my grandparents were like what the hell does this mean no, what are you singing about? <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just something, it's natural. I'm sure you know, but yeah. Um, but I was just, I was drinking natural wine. Someone got me some as a gift. Um, and I was just sort of vibing. In my, I was like just one, one night. I think it might have even been sort of like late COVID during one of the like last lockdowns or something. Um when you couldn't really go out. So I was kind of like, it wasn't like in a depressing way, but I was sort of in my room 
with my guitar and like my recording setup and stuff, just having some drinking some natty wine. Um, <laughs> and the song is just, I don't know, it's like, but this will be a fun song to make or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of just came from that. And I, obviously, it's kind of like, it's a love song, really, but yeah. it's sort of disguised as a song about wine or whatever, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was like a fun little idea. And it, I, it makes me laugh a little bit as well because I'd never actually drink natural wine. Um, you know, it was just a one off. Well, yeah, it's like, I just thought it funny because I'm definitely, I drink lager, you know, like, I'm not even like nice lager. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm going out, it's only like drinking shitty lager in the pub or whatever. Um, so I'm not. It was a nice opportunity to feel more bougie than I actually am, I guess. Yeah, yeah love that. Um, yeah, um, just have a bit of fun with it and stuff. You know, yeah. And what was the <laughs> what was like the process of writing writing that song? What was it like? You know, leading up to getting out and everything. Yeah, so I mean, the song came pretty like naturally, I guess. Um, yeah, it's it kind of a like simple tune, just sort of like two parts and stuff. But um, but yeah, it was it was really fun to record. And uh, I wasn't actually going to use it for the for the album that I just did. Um, but I was sort of sending a lot of demos over to the label and stuff, and they were like, "Yeah, you should definitely use this song." So I thought, "All right, cool, let's do it." And then recorded it in the studio with Andy at Press Play. Um, and then yeah, we kind of decided that it, maybe it should be a single. Um, and it's been really fun. Like we made a video for it um, a few weeks ago. Well, about say like a month ago. Um, so that was kind of a quick turnaround. Um, but yeah, the whole process of this tune has been really fun. I think it's it's a nice, it's like a nice summary sort of nice vibe song, I guess. So uh, yeah, so um, it's got a good beat. Like yeah, kind of, like, and it's probably one of the more upbeat tunes i've done probably like to be honest in like my whole catalog so that was kind of exciting to get something a bit more like um you know up tempo out there um yeah. try and prove that i'm not just like a ballad writer or something you know um, but yeah i really like it now I, like i said it wasn't ever going to be on the album but i'm glad that the label sort of um persuaded me to go and record it and stuff yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I saw it's one of my favourites now, yeah. Wicked. Um, yeah. yeah. What would you say is your favourite lyric from the song? Mm, it's definitely... Probably the, the second verse um, where it's... Uh, what is it? It goes, You whispered in my ear, baby, take your time. But your sweet loving just keeps dripping from the vine. Nice. Um, which I was like, yeah, a little great reference in there or whatever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, totally yeah, it's fun. Wine. That one's fun. Yeah, it was like a fun one to write lyrically, actually, because you can play with all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's a little, there's a little, um, in the first verse, there's a line that is, um, uh, and the stars put on a show for free every night. That... But your sweet loving just keeps. No, it's your your sweet loving sending shivers down my spine. 
That's um, so but funny. that first bit, the, the stars bit is from a song called Up on the Roof. And I'm oh, forgetting okay. which band it is now. Um, but there's like an old sort of 60s soul tune called Up on the Roof. And they talk about giving the, the stars, like giving you a show mm. every night or something. I just thought it was quite a nice like imagery um, sort of thing, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, it's such a good lyric. I had, I actually had it written down because that was my favorite. In case you said, "Oh, what's your favorite oh, lyric really? of the song?" <laughs> oh, nice. That's the one I have written down. That's cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a good great. Lyric, that. yeah, they they say it a little differently. I'd, oh, I wish I could remember the band, but if, 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 if you type in "Up on the Roof" on Spotify, you'll find it. But mm. um, yeah. Well, they might. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little bit of imagery, isn't it? Like sort of being out and in the night and the, sh- the stars putting on like a little show for you and stuff or whatever yeah. yeah i just thought it was kind of sweet little bit of, yeah, um, it's image, good. imagery or whatever yeah so it's good yeah so fully ripped fully ripped off yeah it's not my <laughs> it's not my bar <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they kind of said it i can't remember how exactly how they say it as well but it's more succinct than the way i say it so it's, it's, yeah, it's same, but different. Took, same but different yeah I took it and butchered it, basically. <laughs> but, um, they yeah. said it, you were but, thinking yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wicked. So have you had the response that you wanted for the song? Is it all going, like, it's good? Yeah, definitely. I mean, people seem to really like it. Um, yeah, it's always weird with that stuff. It's, you kind of just have to put it out in the world and see how people respond to it and stuff, mm. which is kind of scary. I always get really nervous before it's hung up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the response has been great. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that it's a bit of an earworm. I'm hoping that the chorus gets stuck in people's heads a little bit, mm. um, and hopefully when we play, go to play it live for the first time, hopefully get some people singing singing along with us and stuff. Because um, it's a simple enough chorus, you know, it's just Matty Wine over and over again. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, hopefully will. we get some, hopefully we get some sing alongs and stuff, which will be fun. Yeah, sweet. Cool. And lastly, what have you got coming up that you can let us all know about? So, when will this be coming out? Mm, I mean, I don't have an exact date, but it'll be within the next few weeks. (laughs) Okay, well, on the 2nd of... No, sorry, the 3rd of October, we're playing a little free show in London um, at piano bar in smithfield i think it's called um mm-hmm. so that'll be like a nice little intimate show and then yeah. we have a little have another little single coming out in november nice um and then the album comes out in january and we have um a little tour lined up for april which is playing in london bristol sheffield Manchester and Glasgow. Nice. Um, Which would be really fun, yeah. Um, Never played in Sheffield before or Glasgow. Um, So I'm sure they'll both be really fun. Sheffield's like kind of my hometown as well, so. Nice. Hoping to see lots of old faces there. Um, And have a a nice little night. Oh, we're doing Dublin as well, sorry. Nice. Um, Which I've never been to, which would be... um, That'd be really fun as well. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, wicked. 
Sounds good. You got a lot coming up. Yeah, loads coming up. And then, ho- I mean, hopefully next year I'll be busy with um, with shows and stuff. Um, and hopefully get some more recordings on the way and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, just try and keep it rolling. I guess keep it keep the keep, keep it the going. train going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Wicked. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Brad. You've been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> thanks so much um, it's been a pleasure yeah, talking to you absolute pleasure thanks so much Headliner Radio supporting the creative community